Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are on Take the Elevator. Happy Father's Day, Corey. Aw, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I even appreciate more that my oldest daughter came over today and she just really wanted to shower me with love and, and gifts and surprises. She took me to brunch, well, took us to brunch, and it was just a really awesome day. And with her, she brought her incredible, wonderful husband, my son-in-law, Mr. John Tonin, who is an incredible teacher, incredible educator. And yes, education is running deep in my family at this point because his father is an educator. My wife is an educator. My mother's an educator. And it's just really, really good to have all these people that have all this great wisdom around me on Father's Day. Right, right. I love the gift they got you. Yeah, I do too. You want me to tell them what it is? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> there are Eminem-inspired musicians. And if you know me, you know I collect things. I love collecting things. This has been something I've been doing for about eight years now. And Eminems are one of them. Not the edible kind, but the figurine kind. is just one of those things I, that I collect. And I really, really was so excited that um, she got these things for me and just made my day. Yeah, they're super cute, guys. So they're probably about three or four inches high. And the M&Ms, each color has an instrument they play. You hit this button and they start jamming. Yeah, they start rocking out. Yeah. Right up my alley. And I think if you were my dad, Corey, I'd know exactly the kind of things to buy you. Because FYI, to those who are listening... Corey has a lot of things that he collects from Coca-Cola to M&M's, cake plates, DC Marvel, Star Wars, I mean, and hats and shoes. It's just amazing. Um, it's like, and I don't think the kids ask me either, like, what should we get him? I think they've kind of have you figured out and they, conver you know, have a conversation with you and I'm sure you let them know. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I try to keep it cheap. Uh, I was accused of being <laughs> expensive, so I, I try to keep it cheap. I used to ask for uh, <laughs> quite pricey type things, but, right. you know, I've learned my lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of M&M's and the whole music thing, I wanted to find one, name one, okay. if I may. So if you guys have the challenge or of, you know, finding your rhythm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a challenge for me this week, Corey. Like, I just couldn't get into it because there were other things going on. And for me to get off task or off rhythm, it throws me off. And then I feel like, my deadlines aren't being met. The milestones I've created aren't being met. And I get a little anxious mm -hmm. and it throws me off. So um, on YouTube, while I do study and work, I've done this thing where I search for study with me and it's a very ASMR thing. It's very about sounds and aesthetics. So I will study with people who have, who are studying and you can hear them clicking away on their keyboard, writing their notes, and just the sounds of having someone in my office with me is actually very comforting. Yeah, I, that kind of <laughs> mm, kind of threw me off one day. I walk in her office, <laughs> and I see this person on her computer screen. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's somebody on her screen. <laughs> Who is this? And then I see him reach for a cup of coffee and... 
Then he's adjusting his volume. I'm like, wait a minute. That's a man. Who is this guy? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, Jen, who is this? And then she tells me this is her. uh, Well, it's not just one person. You can study with multiple people, but this particular person has uh, music and it's playing and it's very soothing. It gets you into your rhythm. And I like that because I've picked that up myself. I found a way to incorporate that. When I'm not doing music and I'm doing other Mm -hmm. things, it helps me uh, stay on point and, and find my rhythm. Yeah, I love the way you depict rhythm and you actually do the count. And so that helps me understand the rhythm in everything we do. Well, and as a musician, you are always looking for the one. And, okay. and that's something that I learned from James Brown. James Brown mm-hmm. was very meticulous about getting to the one. And it's that hard count, that one, two. Three, four, one, two. And so that one is your rhythm. So I'm always looking for the one when I'm playing bass. I'm, if you get on the one, if you get back to the one, mm-hmm. you're you're always going to be in the pocket. You're always going to be on time. And your rhythm is going to be flawless. Such a good way to think about it. And I'm excited about that because as I'm working, I'm going to use that whole rhythm thing too. So if you guys go on YouTube and you search for Study With Me Piano Music, The gentleman that studies with me is from Japan, and so his office overlooks the city of Tokyo, and he'll do it at different times of the day, like at sunset, um, sunrise, and he's got his incense going, his candles lit, keyboards all there, aesthetically very pleasing, very engaging. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know this was a thing until working from home, but I am all about ASMR stuff. All about it. So I'd love to hear from you guys what helps you find your rhythm. And FYI, JenTheBuilder.com is no longer. So what we're doing with that is just we're being wiser. We are creating a website for Genco Soundco. And I'm sure as heck not going to be able to find my rhythm by maintaining two websites. Oh, no. (laughs) So please engage and, and just participate on my Instagram account, which is Jen the Builder underscore elevate, and let me know, let Corey know what helps you find your rhythm. Yes. Every We are back and we have a topic that we wanted to talk about and address and, and go over and get your feedback on it as well. Uh, we just thought that, you know, this present thing that we just went through and, and came across, the Juneteenth holiday being implemented, we wanted to make sure that our listeners are on the same page or at least able to get on the same page if they so desire. Jen, let me start with this. How old are you? What? No, uh, bad, bad question. <laughs> bad guy. What age bracket are you in? I actually wouldn't mind saying how old I am, um, but I am in my late 40s. Okay. Very late 40s. Very late 40s. And um, how long have you been in this country? The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Okay. It's and, almost half a century. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. And in that time frame that you've been in this country how much do you know about juneteenth if i can be totally honest i didn't know anything about juneteenth until maybe two years ago Mm -hmm. 
And as a wife to a man of color, I'm not ashamed of it, but I'm like, how did I not know this? How did I miss this? Yeah. So what I know is June 19th, 1865, Mm -hmm. Emancipation Day, um, slavery was done away with in certain states. And then, I mean, there's dates before it that matter and a date after it that, you know, significant. Right. But that's pretty much what I know. You know, it's a celebration for independence for black slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's interesting. I am too in the age bracket of late forties and have been in this country my entire life, mm-hmm. born and raised in California. Right. And so, um, it saddens me as well to to say this, but I, I'm sure I speak for a collective of people that don't know much about Juneteenth as well. Why do I pause right there? I pause because that's disheartening. Mm-hmm. It, it's concerning that we now have a holiday that is for the entire country that the in- entire country doesn't know about and, and is not educated Mm, I didn't even think about it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, people think holiday. And the first thing on my mind, honestly, was, does that mean we get this day off? (laughs) Exactly. Which is so sad, right? But that's what we think about when we think holiday. Right, right. And so naturally, me being a person of color, being a black man, uh, there there should be some natural embarrassment that I don't know about this holiday that's generated around my historical culture Mm -hmm. but i'm not embarrassed and i'll tell you why good uh (laughs) um it's my job to educate myself it's my job to find and discover and research myself but anytime that the country drops a holiday on an entire people it's their job to give some kind of background prior to dropping this holiday on them. And I'm I'm going to say that roughly 80 to 90% of the people in this population in this country don't know the grassroots story of Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. That's a problem in my eyesight. What do you think? I agree. I agree. And if I may, I'm going to ask you maybe some tips and techniques on how to do that research. And what did you call it? Grassroots? Yes. I love that. Because typically for me, I'll Google something, right? You Google anything and within two to three minutes you can educate. And I say that with my little fingers up for quotes. Right. You can educate yourself on a topic. Right. When you look up something like Juneteenth and you're teaching me, how can I go deeper into sometimes what I feel the internet is the information's controlled to some aspect. You know, how do I keep going so I can really find out the truth? The internet is greatly controlled in this day and age. However, there are still some information in pockets of the uh, internet and some people on YouTube who do some very good commentary on, on these subjects, especially Juneteenth. I found a few things that were were very educational. I also found some things in Google that, I, I like, but uh, the deepest place you can dig is in books, as usual. Right. Uh, people that actually live through it, people that actually uh, know about it and told stories about it and begin to record 
historically things that were going on during that time. And then other people came along and also added on to that story to, that, you know, said, hey, this also happened. This also took place. Mm. Um, but again, when we're when we're this kind of country where there's information and knowledge at your fingertips, you just would hope that before a, a national holiday is dropped on the entire country that there's a segue. We're bringing this about because we're bringing this about due to Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more understanding of what's happening. Um, I don't think a lot of people even knew the rumblings of this becoming a holiday. I'm not sure if a lot of people even knew that this was a day that was being celebrated. And so you say, well, Corey, why are you, why would you focus on that? Well, this affects the entire country. It, right. It's a holiday about black people, but we're dropping it on everyone. So they don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And then you got to ask, well, why was it done in such haste? Why didn't we wait to roll this out? That's a problem mm. in my eyesight. And so that's why I'm just bringing a little bit of light to it and wanting to know what other people are thinking about this. Yeah. And that seems to be quite the mantra for quick, rapid response mm-hmm. to things that, should take time and it's scary. Yeah. It really is. And, you know, I'm just going to be frank about it. The vaccine, how quick that came out and got to do it, got to get it. Don't ask questions. Don't look at the research. Right. And then, yeah, then Juneteenth, I'm like, oh, wow, it's a national holiday. And this is what I, I know about it, which, you know, surface level sounds great. But yeah. I like I like the book thing because I'm going to give another tip that I learned this week, as a matter of fact, because like we said, we are busy people. And I think it's become this thing where it's good to be busy. It almost shows that you've got responsibility, that you're doing big things. you got something going on. Right, right. Oh, I'm busy. Let me look at my schedule. Let me see if I've got room on my calendar. Um, there was even an app that I was considering it's called headway and it's funny because you mentioned reading Mm -hmm. so what this app does is it gives you the summary so from the person writing for headway this is their point of view on what the chapters are about the things that they highlight so you could say oh check that book off i read it and it's really one page per chapter if that right and and I just wanted to address something. Jen said something that a lot of people probably cringed upon when she said the vaccine. And and no, we're not anti-vaxxers. We're not against being stuck with needles to better our health or to, to further our living situation to stay alive longer or to, to get rid of anything that's gonna be, you know, troubling in our in our future. What we're simply saying is that there's a time frame that should be set about before you roll something out. Mm-hmm. And if you do that proper time frame, you don't have to worry about the repercussions of rushing into something. Right. As two people that rushed into relationships and got married, we know. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a lot easier to take your time. You may uh, get good hurt. point. You mm-hmm. may have some trouble or some turbulence, but it's worth the wait because <clears throat> excuse me, when you just rush into something, it could be very, very dangerous. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. Absolutely. That you've, you've hit 
the nail on the head. Yeah. Is that what they say? You've hit it on the head because that's what I'm seeing. When things are rushed, I will question it. And I I react really quickly. You know, when there's change at work, you got to change with it and figure it out quickly. And honestly, what I've learned, and if my team's listening, and <laughs> if they could raise their hand and say, yep, that's right, I'm sure they would. Where I'm just like, okay, let's try this. And so what ends up happening is you try these things and they call it an experiment. Mm -hmm. And experimenting is supposed to be a good thing. Yeah. Right. Experimental things are great things if you do the experiment. However, if you don't (laughs) do the experiment and you just throw it out, it becomes a problem. And can I just add this before Mm -hmm. you move on? Not just for the group of people that you're not doing the experiment on, but it could be generational. You can affect Mm. people down the road, your children, your children's children. And sometimes these things jump multiple generations and just pop up. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened? Where did we go wrong? And you go back far enough and you realize we didn't get enough education. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Because any movement has a ripple effect. So what are we doing today? That's going to affect what you said before when we were talking on a Mm one-on-one, the fact that we're supposed to leave a legacy, what kind of legacy are we leaving by doing these things quickly? Right. And, and I'll just say this before I say what kind of legacy we're, we're leaving. Jen is even, even one to tell me, slow it down. What's the rush? Why are you going so fast? Why are you trying to just get through this? Why are you trying to just teach, teach, teach on whatever it is that I'm trying to message I'm trying to get across to her? That's not to say that everyone has to do that. What that's to say is, is that some people can't go that fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my legs are only so long. I can only walk so fast to understand or get it, grasp onto it. And so that that's the purpose and sometimes slowing things down just to get a better grasp on it. Uh, but what it does for generationally and for people that are looking at that ripple effect is that down the road, when, when our grandchildren, our great grandchildren ask what happened in this time frame to make it look like it does now, mm-hmm. I would rather say we, we, we did have some issues. We had some problems and this happened but we took our time. We got it right. We did it right the first time. And we don't have to worry about that ever happening again, opposed to we just rushed into it and messed up a whole bunch of things. And now we're just now recovering or I'm gone. I'm dead. And, and they're just now recovering and just now figuring it out. That, that, that's the, the consequences of just jumping too quick. Yeah. I've learned to love people who take the time to process. I think that's a gift And so I really hone in on people who do that. They take the information and go step by step with, you know, um, getting to root cause, figuring out how it works for them. Does it work for them? I think those are very important things. And you had mentioned, Corey, I never thought about it like this. Yeah, we were young and dumb and, you know, got married for before you and I, for whatever reasons. And it does even that affects our children oh yeah you know and i'm i wasn't thinking about it at that time it was more it was about me 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 yeah what felt good what felt right at that moment 
And then you're, you are years later and you're thinking, oh, I could have done that differently. I should have done that differently. Oh, there you go. Should have. Yeah. And I just could have. You should have did that differently. And so, guys, the, the, the mantra here is not that I'm complaining about Juneteenth. I'm not complaining about that. If anything, if there is a complaint, it's a complaint that we just rolled it out way too quick, in my opinion. There's, there's time to learn about this. There's time to wrap our heads around this. There's time to understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand it completely. And it's a part of my culture. It's a part of my history. And so a lot of people would say, well, then that's your fault. You should have been studying on it. Well, I didn't even know that they were going to implement it as a holiday, <laughs> so I didn't know to study about it. And so I just wanted to give you an opportunity to say, if you should feel this way, I don't know a whole lot about this. What is this really about and how is this going to affect me? And is it beneficial? Is it taking from me? Is it going to hurt me in the long run? Is it going to hurt my children? Are my children going to suffer from this new holiday that's been implemented? And I hope they wouldn't. Um, I would hope more so that it's beneficial to everyone, but I just really want to be able to wrap my head around it. I'm going to start with a P.S. Nice. And I love that you mentioned the different educators in our family, in our circle, between John, myself, your mom, John's dad, and just people who are continuously teaching. I love that there's this person that I came across, and I still have to learn so much about her, but Opal Lee, she was instrumental in this whole thing with Juneteenth, and what I love about her is we're talking about movement, right? And mm-hmm. taking those steps. And it could be very slow steps into gaining the knowledge, using your voice, making the noise, right? Which is what Jen Kosanko is all about, making that noise. She walked two and a half miles in the morning, two and a half miles at night, started gathering a crowd. So she walked from somewhere in Texas, and I believe it was Fort Worth, Texas. Mm-hmm. All the way to Washington, D.C. Incredible. Right. And the two and a half was intentional on her part because it took two and a half years from the time Lincoln signed emancipation to Juneteenth is my understanding. So she does this movement and this is part of her um, activist. She was also that very much instrumental in, in gathering the voices, getting the signatures that were required for all of this. I love that she took that extra step and just did what she had to do. You know, very inspiring. I can't, I'm eager to learn about her. Oh, nice. So my uh, PS today, the word is virtue. Mm. Virtue. Behavior showing high moral standards. Patience is a virtue. Ah. And we must use that virtue. We must use patience in everything that we do. And how we deal with people, how we love people, how we discipline people. Even when we're angry, we have to be patient. Let's learn to use that virtue. Let's be slow to anger and really learn to love one another. Well, you know us that take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Elevate. Every day.